Hello and welcome back to the Motorsport Baithak Podcast. I'm your host, GD, and joining me once again today is my friend and your co-host, Vedant. On this episode, we will be talking about the Indy 500 Grand Prix coming up next weekend. So, let's grab some chai, take our seats, ready our opinions, and dive right into the conversation. Hello, Vedant. Indy 500 is next week, and I can't even tell you how excited I am to be attending it in person this year. Uh, right out of turn four, and I just can't wait for some wheel-to-wheel action uh, for 500 miles and 200 laps. I just can't wait for this week to be over already. Definitely. I mean, it's it's very exciting. for It must be very exciting for you, especially imagine the scenes. Final few laps, battle for the win, and you are at turn four. So it is, I mean, it's the perfect spot, as I told you before. Turn four is one of the most perfect spots at the... Uh, at the speedway so yeah Absolutely. I, I hope uh, you have a good show <laughs> yep yep and it is the 105th running uh, for those who are not um, uh, familiar with the speedway you know it's four corners like usual uh, not an oval though and the four corners back at nine and a, nine degrees and 12 minutes um, and it's more like a road course than an oval uh, like I just mentioned and but each corner is a bit different um, like like they like to say you know uh, and weather will play a part uh, throughout the course of the race just because of how long the race is and the straightaways uh, at the speedway are five-eighths of a mile long. Um, but yes, regardless of the fact that, you know, it doesn't have a lot of corners, it's usually more it's like an oval. It, the racing is just insane there every year, you know. Last year, um, you know, we, we didn't race to the flag, you know, we finished the race under, under yellow flags. So not the most exciting finish, but even a couple of years ago, we had a yellow flag with about 15, 16 laps ago, and it was a race to the finish line. So I hope we can see something similar this year uh, instead of finishing under the flags. But a lot of exciting news coming out of this qualifying weekend for the Indy 500 uh, with Scott Dixon starting on pole, uh, you know, previous Indy 500 winner, a veteran of the sport, and you, you, you shouldn't be surprised, you know, if Scott Dixon wins on pole. Uh, this upcoming Sunday, and then we have two youngsters <laughs> lining up behind him on the front row in Colton Herta and Renus Vike. Renus Vike has just won the previous GMR Grand Prix at the Indy Speedway, and now he's lining up again on the front row, and I think he has a great chance of winning this Grand Prix, and I am super stoked to see Renus Vike and Colton Herta go head-to-head with Scott Dixon at the 500. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it would be a symbolic change of guard in my opinion, if uh, Colton Herta or Renus Vike or even, you know, someone like Patrick Award who's on the fourth row or someone like them wins it. So, yeah, yeah. One, one, of the, one of the rookies or one of the new, uh, you know, the, the youngsters that they win it, uh, it'll be a great show. But you got to give it to Scott Dixon, you know. Uh, Saturday comes out, puts in the first time, you know, first uh, qualifying round of the day and no one beats his um, time or, you know, his speed throughout the entire day, uh, which is crazy. Just straight out of the pits. And then similarly on the fast nine qualifying on Sunday, last one out of the pits and then just blistering pace and just, you know, finishes on P1 once again. So it's, it's just hard for me to see how anyone's going to beat Scott Dixon unless his race day goes sideways. Yeah, I mean, when you when we talk about IndyCar, it's it's Scott Dixon's world and, he, and everyone else is just living in it, you know. <laughs> He, he's he's the king of Indica, uh, but yeah, it would be a great fight, as I said, if someone can, you know, fight him. And we know Indica can be very Indy 500 can be very very competitive. I'm just really I'm I mean 
it would take me it would the the timing of it is very difficult for me because it's midnight but i am ready to stay awake if if it's a good fight uh absolutely and then colton hurt up put it on p2 on both days once again just like scott dixon uh finishing second on saturday and sunday however rinus vike qualified uh p5 you know towards the end of the towards the end of the day on saturday however came back on sunday and put it on the first row qualifying p3 uh so again once again great run from him and the other fast nine qualifiers were obviously uh you know at carpenter starting fourth tony kanan alex pelow on uh finishing the second row and then we have ryan hunter ray hilo castanovas and our f1's very own marcus erickson starting uh p9 on the third row uh he had some great pace you know on both days um you know put it p9 on both days so hopefully we'll see him among the top runners throughout uh the race on sunday uh but you know let's let's look lower down the grid you know uh, takuma sato won the indy 500 last year starts p15 pietro fittipaldi who's a rookie you know his first indy 500 starts p13 in front of him pato award also you know a youngster starting p12 so kind of a disappointing run from takuma sato during qualifying uh, at the at the 500 yeah i mean being a you know previous winner and qualifying two time winner two time winner exactly and qualifying so for the down is very disheartening but i don't know what happened there because it's not as if he has changed teams and you know dropped performance or something like that but yeah very disheartening and like similarly for james hinchcliff um, you know graham rahal um, joseph newgarden um, not not much but we did have john pablo montoya on his return to the indy 500 qualified 24th so you know hopefully he can finish in the points on sunday and give the front runners a little bit of a fight definitely but pietro fetipaldi rookie and he hasn't raised a lot in the last few years i believe i think uh, he did, he did texas uh, the texas double header but he hasn't raised a lot especially this year puts it on row 5 scott mcoglin rookie has come straight from uh, australian supercars got a podium in in texas and puts it on row 6 so it is a very interesting uh, lineup for them very impressive and mark andretti who put it on pole last year starts 25th uh you know a lot of surprising uh, results from well, qualifying that's that's the that's the andretti curse i believe <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess but you know just just the fact that the grid is so mixed up and a little bit unexpected almost uh just goes to show how exciting the race is going to be this coming sunday but we have to talk about will power what happened there with penske racing and will power couldn't qualify on saturday and barely made it on bomb day um what can we expect from him uh you know because he's not had the pace throughout um practice and you know qualifying so i don't i don't know how what kind of a weekend is uh, pens going to have with will power at at the 500 well you know what the strange thing is will power was the fastest man on the first day of practice he topped the first day of practice and to qualify only a second last after topping practice is i mean obviously it's, it's only the first day and you can't judge by it but certainly it's very very strange and given you know he's a legend of the sport penske autosport are the greats of american motorsport and for them to be in that position is very very strange and for us as fans as well absolutely 
Um, hopefully, you know, he can he can claw some uh, places and make some points on race day. But um, R.C. Anderson also missing out um, alongside Charlie Kimball. It was R.C. Anderson's, you know, first outing um, at the Indy 500. It was a rookie team, not just a rookie driver. So they couldn't even, you know, exceed, I think, 215 or 220 miles an hour on the first couple of days until practice days until they completed their uh, rookie orientation uh, yeah. and such things. So, but a great effort for them, uh, you know, just about one mile per hour average speed uh, from qualifying. So hopefully they'll be back next year um, trying to qualify for the Indy 500. But the biggest news coming um, out of this qualifying was Pareto Autosports, Simona de Silvestro qualifying 33rd on the grid. Uh, you know, regardless, uh, you know, a great attempt. It's a new team. So, you know, they have a lot to learn. They are definitely, you know, supported by Penske. But um, nothing to take away from them. I hope they do well, you know, and they make a mark at the Indy 500. And hopefully they'll come back next year, not just as an Indy 500 team, but as a regular entry to the Indica uh, Championship. Definitely. And to our listeners who don't know, Pareto Autosport is the first female-owned and all-female team in Indy 500 history. And I believe IndyCar history. And to, to qualify for Indy 500 is an achievement in itself for a new team. So definitely a great, great uh, day. They had a disappointing Saturday because they were pushed down to bump day. But certainly, I think Simona was the first one to run or second one to run on bump day. And she made an impressive run so that you know, Charlie Kimball and R.C. Anderson could not beat that time. So definitely a encouraging uh, result on Saturday and hopefully they can go from strength to strength on and, uh, next week. And Simona Silvestro is not a uh, you know, newbie. She is a veteran of motorsport. Uh, you know, she's participated in various championships. So why don't you like go ahead and give us a rundown of uh, what Simona, Simona Silvestro's uh, I guess resume looks like and why she is a force to reckon with uh, at the 500. Definitely. So she has raised in IndyCar before. And she has raced in IndyCar for six seasons. She has a podium in IndyCar, Houston in 2013. She has four top five finishes and 15 top 10 finishes. So, and it, she was in Andretti uh, when she got that podium, I believe. But even then, brilliant resume. She has uh, raced in Formula E. She has raced in Aussie supercars uh, for three seasons. And the Atlantic Champ car. Yeah, that she she finished third in that uh, 2013 season. So wonderful, uh, like it's a good it's a good resume for her, and hopefully she makes a mark in any 500 and get back next year. Yeah, back hopefully year. We, we yeah we we won't just see them on this Sunday, but we'll also see them next year. Um, one thing to look out for though, uh, there is rain predicted on car base. It won't rain during the uh, the prediction. The weather predictions don't show rain during the practice session itself, but it's supposed to rain the night before and the morning of carb day. So that will affect practice and will hurt uh, you know the runners a lot. So it'll be interesting how the teams manage uh, their practice sessions on carb day. Uh, if it is rain affected, you know if it is a drying track, starts out wet in the morning a little bit, a damp track, and if it dries throughout the day because there is no rain predicted on Sunday. And it's supposed to be a beautiful uh, 24 degrees, uh, partly cloudy on Sunday for the spectators. So that will, uh, you know, that, that might bring out some interesting results on race day. And uh, we'll see how that pans out. And this year, Danica Patrick will have the honor of driving the pace car at the Indy 500. So not a whole lot uh, 
from our side, I guess, regarding the Indy 500, just a lot of excitement. But Vedan, uh, I'll throw to you. Who's your favorite to win the Indy 500 this year? Who would you like to see uh, on the podium? See, I haven't followed IndyCar very, like, like I follow Formula 1 or Formula E or, you know, Vec and all these things. But uh, I have followed IndyCar on, properly only this season, I can say. And this season, my favorite driver is Pato Award because, of course, the McLaren connection. He's a young driver. And he's... So, yeah. For me, I, I hope he wins. But uh, realistically, from the front row, I think Colton Herta has the... I mean, not the experience, but the pace to win it. Absolutely. Now, it's going to be hard to beat Scott Dixon. But in my opinion, I think Venus VK is my favorite to, um, you know be on the top step of the podium at the end of race day uh, this upcoming Sunday. So, yeah, we'll see how that pans out and I'll keep you guys updated from the racetrack, uh, from the <laughs> speedway. So, yeah, uh, I'll see you guys later.